Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You just got juiced. Hello you bunch of beautiful bastards and welcome back to Ready Player 2, we're now on episode 72. This is the podcast that is to the gaming industry as a farce is to a barn, and we are here with, don't laugh, don't laugh, serious. A barn? And we, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it dissipates and doesn't really make much of an impact. <laughs> <no> impact. <laughs> uh, this week we have got Mr. Rossifer Bellbag. Hello. Miss L. Oh, hi. And Auntie L. They keep inviting me back. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, because Lewis couldn't make it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, one and all. How are we all doing? Are we feeling good? I'm well, good. No. Yes. Yes, then. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like to perform. <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> so, have we all been playing games this week or the last two weeks? Yeah. Yes. yes. Are they new games on the bleeding edge of the gaming industry? None of them. Uh, one is. One of them. One of mine is. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I was on the bleeding edge of weird last week. You can't <laughs> ask me. You were way over the top. That was that was you that was an abyss the... from which none of us shall ever return. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> the bleeding edge was in your dust. <laughs> yeah. Never to be seen uh, again. Actually, right, I'm look, looking forward to this week because I just I want to know where you go from there. Well, no, there is nowhere to go from there, Lee. This is the problem. And I'm concerned <laughs> yeah. that we've got to either now do one of these... Cause, right, so you know Have every you now and again a pop star... Again? <laughs> no, you know... <laughs> you know every now and again a pop star just hits the, the pits, you know? Yeah. They go all the way down. So you've got your Miley Cyruses and you've got your Britney Spears and they just and they hit You're the absolute rock bottom. Aren't you? Right, so there's two, there's two ways this can go. Is this going to go um, bra? Right, this is either cone bra territory now. Oh my god. Yeah, shaved head, full bore on, on you know, Sinead O'Connor style. Or, yeah, or we're into, you know, snorting stuff in toilets. Because there's, there's not, from last week, there's not there's not very many places she can go, but I'm interested to find out. Um, Ross, have you played have you played brand new stuff this week? Uh, yeah, I think it's brand new. It's terrible, but it is brand new. I think. Oh, is it? Ter- oh, oh no! <laughs> There's two. Oh, you've spoken to me about both these. I'm excited about this. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, right. Okay. We need to start with somebody. Um, so I want to start with somebody who has got a treacherous game on their list this week. A treacherous. This, this could be me. And you have to start with the treacherous game because I want to know what the fuck is going on. And I'm pointing my finger at the microphone like right now, like you should know, <laughs> right? So Lee, yeah. what have you been playing? Uh, this week. Um, I've spent a small amount of time playing Final Fantasy 15. What the actual fuck? 
right? <laughs> now, bear in mind to everybody, not that we not that we live in each other's laps or anything, but we talk every single day. And for ages, I've been saying, oh, do you know what? I really fancy Final Fantasy 15. This is a new one, isn't it? Final Fantasy 15. The one with the car and the, and the buddy buddies. And yeah. they've the just car? put the PC... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's a car that you can drive around in, and the PC version, uh, when it was released, brought in multiplayer, so you can actually play Final Fantasy multiplayer, and I kept saying to Leo, we should probably look at getting this, but I'm not really sure how the co-op multiplayer works. And I kept saying that I don't like Final Fantasy. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't get it. Yeah. And then we played some other boys. Long time Final Fantasy fan, (laughs) didn't buy it. Right? He's just, just literally, just before we started the podcast, which found, saw on the list of my games. That I've played right. this week, Final Fantasy 15, and yeah, there was a little, a little hissy fit going on there. <laughs> it was, was a small hissy. Go on, fully explain your continuous. Go on. Okay, um, <laughs> it's not what it seems. It's actually Final Fantasy 15 on the Android. Oh. oh, that's cheating. Not... All right, I feel a bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, apparently it's the full game. Well, what? You get the uh, you get the first episode of the um, of the full game for free. I didn't know it was episodic. Uh, well, it is on Android. So you get the first episode to play. It's the full game, except the graphics are a little bit more basic. They're, they're more chibi sort of heads. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. A bit more cartoony. Um, and Do you know, I didn't know this was a thing. I'm sure they've... I, the thing is, I haven't got much to compare this to because I've, I've literally played a Final Fantasy game before like 10 years ago. When it was cartoon graphics. And it seemed a very different game to this, but um, I didn't like it. It's not even mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> page. Good. Yes. See, I have no. I don't believe that this is anything like the actual game is on PC. It's the 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 actual game. It, what? Oh, Final Fantasy. See, I'm going to have to try this. Pocket edition. Is that yes. it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see, I've been really trying to stay away from this because there's a pocket edition of Lineage 2 and I'm a little bit concerned that that would be the end of my life if I started playing that. <laughs> well, so because my, Lineage 2 is amazing. My first uh, uh, 20 minutes of playing this consisted of me sitting there watching it. <laughs> well, that's Final Fantasy, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is Final Fantasy. God, 20 minutes, you're, you're in luck. I spent, <laughs> I spent the better part of my teens watching Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, I literally did nothing for 20 minutes. And then um, you know, I, I was desperately trying to avoid skipping the cutscenes because I'm quite bad at doing that sort of thing and, and missing a lot of story. <laughs> no, and I know no, that no. it's all about the story in this one, so I thought I'd better... It has to be. If you missed a story in Final Fantasy, you literally are just whacking shit for no reason. Exactly. So I, yeah. I left and it and I... I in some it. of them, actually, though, if you even if you do pick up the story, <laughs> you don't fully understand it yeah. and you're still whacking shit for no reason. It I took me about four playthroughs of Final Fantasy VII to work out who the fucking hell Zack actually was. I had no idea. So I can appreciate there is a story in this. It didn't grip me. Um, I'm not sure if that's because I was playing, you know, little chunks at a time. Oh, the other really annoying thing with the Pocket Edition is that while you're watching these cutscenes, if you don't touch the screen regularly... Your phone turns off. (laughs) Oh, that fucking irritates the tits off me. I have a thing every now and again when I'm watching uh, Amazon TV. It doesn't happen on, um, on Netflix, but when I'm watching Amazon Prime, every now and again... My fucking phone goes to sleep, and I can't stop it from doing it. it kill the app doesn't matter. So I've got to, I've spent an entire episode of Man in the High Castle earlier tapping my screen every thirty seconds so I could watch the entire it's fucking a mood thing. Killer, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little bit, yeah. So, I mean, um, so, do you not go into your settings and change your settings so that it doesn't go to sleep that quickly? What did she say? We've previously discussed L. That doesn't read, doesn't read instructions. <laughs> 
<laughs> my settings are set that way. Thank you very much. It doesn't happen in anything else. It just goes weird every now and again. Anyway, Final Fantasy 15 verdict is not great, but I wasn't expecting you to actually like it. In fact, I wouldn't expect you to like it on the PC either. I'm not entirely sure. I can see that it, um, I reckon this is going to be uh, something that people will like. It's just that I don't. I'm, it, this is a personal thing. It's just not my kind of game. I don't like quick time event games and I don't like games uh, where I don't feel like I'm actually attached to any of the action. In this, you just mm. basically tap on an enemy and your your character does um, does its thing, goes over and whacks it. You wait for an icon to pop up on the screen to do a parry. You tap that in time and you just have to react like that all the time. That's kind of Final Fantasy. So this is their modern reaction to... Um turn-based combat because it was always turn-based combat previously and they tried to shift away from it yeah they tried to shift away from it and people really reeled about it and said look turn-based combat is final fantasy and they've desperately tried to come up with a way that they can have more action-based combat while keeping the kind of turn-based so it's i think it plays similar to the way the mmo does final fantasy 14 which wasn't terrible but it's much slower combat than a lot of other mmos Mm. It's, anyway. it's scored pretty well, the, the full release, like 80s, mid-80s yeah. on consoles and PC. Yeah, it's done very... I, I, I am going to have to get it. It's horrendously expensive at the moment. Well, try the and um, Pocket Edition because it's it, it does that... Yeah. I might give it a go. It does that really irritating thing, though, that it, it pisses me off. So you go to Steam and you see like the, all the badges that, that the games have got on the right-hand side. And it says, like, um, single-player, multiplayer, mm. co-op, and this, that, and the other. Now, I know they've added a co-op mode to the game. It wasn't there at release. It's new. They've, had, they've patched it in since. And in the PC release, it, it had co-op in it as like, from release. Um, but there is no explanation anywhere of how that co-op works. It doesn't say it's full cam- campaign co-op. It doesn't say it is situational match-based co-op. It doesn't say mm-hmm. you have to be level 20 before you unlock it. There's no information at all. On, uh, yeah, I've like been burnt too many times. Yeah, exactly. So I've just stayed away from it. If, it. if I found out that it was full campaign co-op, then I'd just go for it straight away, but I seriously doubt it will be. Mm. Hmm. Right, okay. Fun, that's your treacherous Final Fantasy playing, and I'm not. I don't feel quite so bad about it anymore. So I, you can play Rocket League with me again now. <laughs> um, all right, look, we need to move to somebody else. Um, I'm really reluctant to do this, but I'm going to have to do it sooner or later. So I want to get the first one out of the way now. L. Yes. <laughs> um, what Prozac-inducing game have you been playing this week? Well. We have a wide variety of choices, but seeing as Lee has just done a mobile game, I'm also going to choose a mobile game. Oh, a um, segue. I know. Reigns Her Majesty is a strategy card-esque game whose swiping mechanics probably are Tinder-ish, but I can't tell <laughs> because I don't have any experience. But it's what I imagine one would do if one was on Tinder. Um Apart from, instead of trying to find a mate, uh, which I imagine Tinder is for, you are trying to run a country, <laughs> which is infinitely more interesting. France, um, oh, this reminds uh, me of that. Germany, left. Hang on, there was another game like this, wasn't there? <laughs> yes, it was called Reigns, and that was about being the king. This is about being the queen. No, 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 no. no. There was more a... interesting position, if you <laughs> ask me. There was, one I played, there was one I played on PC, possibly from your recommendation, Um about a princess. You were a princess oh, and you had to run the country. Crumbs. Oh, I remember and that. And it wasn't called Crumbs. No, and no. You I, were, 
And somebody was trying to assassinate you and you had to try and yes. stay alive. Yeah, yeah. This is basically like that, but in a more addictive form. Okay. Um, because you can actually see the consequences of your actions much more clearly. You've got like four little symbols at the top of your screen. Um, a cross, a person, a sword and a dollar sign. And they each represent like different things. So you've got like the church... Uh, your people, military strength, and how much money is like in your coffers, I guess. Um, and each of your decision will impact them, and you need to keep it not too full and not too empty. If you hit too much, you'll die for a certain reason, and if you um, like deplete it, you'll also die. It's <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, I really enjoy the cyclical nature of the game. Uh, if you die, it's it's not too much of a bad thing. Um, I'm sorry, go back for a moment. Say that word again. <laughs> if if you die, it's not too much of a bad thing. In this no, game... No, 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 the, the, the nature. The cyclical nature. Yeah. Was that? Cyclical. That's a fucking amazing word. That is the word of the week. Okay, Ross, uh, the name of this podcast is cyclical. Okay. Cyclical? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. <laughs> well, it, it is cyclical because you... You go through these different lives and it's almost like you're possessing these different women, um, which is kind of a creepy way to describe it. But, it's but right in your wheelhouse, Elle. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is firmly in your alley, wheelhouse, everything. Um, but your, your aim is to try and make contact with this bizarre goddess who fucks with your phone at points during the game. Fucks with your phone! Um, <laughs> and um, there's, there's a talking cat. Why not play this game? <laughs> I really want to find this Reddit. I know we say it every week. But this, you know, this subreddit slash fucked up games or whatever the fuck it is slash she lives on. L's choices. This must be the forum she was talking about. Yeah, yeah this is the, this is the <laughs> yeah, forum that she's been arguing with people on. on. So this is actually... This is avail- you were playing this on Android, were you? Yeah. And this is available on Steam as well. £2.09 pence on Steam. Oh, I, th- I, I got it for less than that when, oh, on my mobile. I think it was £1.80. <clears throat> Did you pay real money or um, uh, survey money? I paid real money because I was looking for a game because oh. I was bored on the train. Don't think I paid real money on Android for. Oh yeah, we all get it. You do these surveys and you get money. Fucking move on. I don't like surveys. You... I don't like giving He's people He's been banging on about this. Tell them things <laughs> that make it interesting for you. He's just he just lies. It's oh fucking fraudulent. Is Please. what it is. He might as well bizzle them. I You're swear to God. He just <laughs> he yes. just gets all these Google surveys. He fucking lies, bareface <laughs> lies to Google, and then takes their hard-earned money and buys their games and with they it. Thank me for it. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, it's like a really a fucked up upside-down pyramid scheme with your ill-gotten gains, the <laughs> survey money, <laughs> Mister Bruce Wayne. Surveys. Um, if it's like that princess game that I played on Steam, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, it is. And I've been... It is kind of, but it's it's a lot more accessible. The Don't laugh, are... Ross. It wasn't that one. What? <laughs> it's a different a different princess game. No! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I like this. I like the look of it. It, it. it is very... Oh, God, what was the name of that game, Elle? Uh, what was the fucking it. name I'll of it? I'll open up my Steam library. You do oh it. god, so I'm, many games. Oh god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I played it Steam Share off your library as well. Ooh, ooh, Long Live the Queen. That was That's that was it. One. That's the one. 
Yes. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So if it's like that on this than I did on Long Live the Queen. That's pretty good. I, I played Long Live the Queen quite a few times, but that's only because she kept fucking dying and I had to work out how to make her not die. And then I got angry about it, talked about it on the podcast. I'm pretty sure I'd never played it again. I may have uninstalled it in anger. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. the thing that happens. This is better. Right, Reigns Her Majesty. This is on Android. I'm going to go get this now while we're talking because that's an appropriate thing to do <laughs> while we're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, long- oh, it's not called fucking Long Live it's the cool. Queen. <laughs> Are you using Rains. real money or are you using survey money, Rich? Uh, I'm going to use Lee's survey money. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> oh, fuck me. It's £2.79 on Android. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Fucking buy it. I don't know that. when I bought that then. If I, I have a beer I, for that. I have it written down in my notebook in my journal. <laughs> £1.80. Okay. Right. Pastel. Okay. No, that's a good one. It's a good one. And I don't play mobile games, to be honest. I've got basically no mobile games on my phone at all i pretty much watch netflix when i'm having a poo and i've been interested in finding a decent mobile game for a while so i'm gonna have to give something a go i'm not sure it's gonna be that for that money but i'm probably gonna give final fantasy 15 a go final fantasy 15 (laughs) (laughs) is it is it that lee oh i'm totally addicted to wordscape oh really yeah what's that it's like a crosswordy anagram type thing and i just cannot stop playing it Words? You haven't told me about this. Is this multiplayer? No. Wordscape. Oh shit! It's not called Reigns Her Majesty Wordscape. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different. Game. No, that is a niche game. It's <laughs> a really long fucking Wordscape. That's free. I'm installing that. Thanks, Lee. It's got some really annoying adverts, but you can. I'm installing your, that. Use your survey I'm money ins- to get rid of the adverts. I'm installing fucking. I haven't got any survey money. I don't do fucking surveys. Surveys <laughs> lie. No, I've got better things to do side. with my time. <laughs> We do not condone misbehaviour, people. All of them right now. Ignore them. <laughs> right, look, we need to talk about something else. I'm going to talk about one of my things, if that's all right, Ross, because yeah. you've only got two things on your list. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to talk about one of my things, and I'm going to get a slight little... Uh, uh, it's not a rant. Uh, I'm going to call it a rant. <laughs> because, because normally I have a rant of the week. So, Oculus, um, as we all know, are pretty fucking stupid. And there's a couple of reasons that they're pretty fucking stupid. However, we did discuss this a little bit earlier on, and I am still of the opinion that if your options are you can't afford a Vive, therefore you have no VR, or you can't afford a Vive, therefore you get an Oculus Rift, you should still get an Oculus Rift. Hmm. So as much as I bitch and moan about them and the poor choices that they've made in the past, I would rather have an Oculus than nothing at all. However... Another example of their really, in my opinion, poor business practices, uh, including the the fucking walled garden they created for themselves and various other things. Mm-hmm. Um, a few weeks ago, I think it was about a week and a half ago, so this is brand new news, um, they basically broke every single rift in the whole world. <laughs> Good job. And that is not an exaggeration. <laughs> that is genuinely not an exaggeration. For around about four days or so, it might have even been a bit longer if you didn't apply the workaround that they put out. Um... Every single Oculus Rift in the whole world didn't work. Two things happened Because here. they broke something. When this happened, two things happened. Uh, one, on the Oculus subreddit, it went nuts. As you would expect. With people yep. saying... People losing their shit. I can't... Yep, people lost their shit. And then the other thing that happened was the Vive subreddit went nuts. For completely different reasons. 
Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can just imagine. Mostly <laughs> laughing. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Now, in fairness, Vive has had its share of bumps in the road. Yeah. But not really to the size of this. So this is this is. But for so I was looking through the um. They made an official post and they essentially said, basically, whoops, we done fucked up. There is a certificate that was in a piece of software. I think it might have even been inside a DLL that, that was within their software. And if you've never worked with certificates or SSL certificates before, basically, you have to renew them. And you have to, uh, so you go to a certificate authority, you say, this is me, we want to certificate this DLL or executable or website, whatever the fuck it is, right, to prove that it is a genuine thing that belongs to us. Right. And, uh, and you buy that certificate. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, only every... You buy them and they'll last like a year or two years, depending on the type of certificate and depending on which one you buy. And when you uh, buy anyway, them, they you forgot a, a date in your Google calendar. Well, maybe yep. not their Google <laughs> Or calendar. whatever the fuck it is. And you, Yeah. So basically they forgot. They forgot to renew the certificate <laughs> and they didn't update it. And so all of these registered DLLs on people's machines just stopped working. <laughs> because it was a registered file that, that was no longer registered, and it, it was now in the certificate revocation. Well, it wasn't in the CR, CRL, but it was basically, it didn't work. It stopped working, everything stopped working. They, I think about two days into this, they issued a workaround, which was, I can't remember what that was, but it was something to do with basically fucking bypassing the certificate check or yeah. whatever it was. And then eventually, they put a new certificate in, they got it all sorted out, and they put it out there. <clears throat> now, I, if it was me... I probably now. Can you imagine that if every every Xbox player in the entire world couldn't use their Xbox One for four days? Wow! Can you imagine the fucking blowback that there, that I would think cause? There would be a massive outrage and many people destroying their Xboxes. <laughs> Sony would be doing quite well. So weirdly, all the people I think all the people that own Oculus Rifts are kind of they've got really low expectations <laughs> because I was I was reading through the the oculus reddit and there's, there's obviously a bunch of people that are getting really irate because they want to be able to play it and rightly so that's absolutely fine but there was an increasing amount of people that are going great i can't wait for the voucher that they give us at the end of this oh, <laughs> and they, they genuinely didn't give a shit they were like well i'm not fucking using my rift anyway but yeah as long as they give us a voucher a voucher at the end of it man i'm fucking golden and they did <laughs> And they gave everybody, they gave everybody an Oculus. I, I mean, the disappointing part of this was that it was an Oculus Store voucher, yeah. so it's not like useful. You couldn't use it on Steam or anything like that. Not on Amazon. Um, <laughs> but they gave everybody, they gave everybody Oculus credit, um, or I, 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 I presume everybody. It wasn't 100 percent clear in the announcement, but uh, I presume it was everybody and not just people who attempted to use their Rift in the in the outage period. I was going to say maybe it's just those but, people, yeah. But yeah, it, it, but it did genuinely, it affected everybody. It wasn't just people who tried to use it, it was everybody in the whole world. The workaround, I'm pretty sure actually, was to turn the clock back on your computer. Yeah, which fucked up <laughs> oh everything else. My God. Yeah, which fucked up tons of other stuff. Because like Steam and all kinds of other applications really don't like it when you do that. Yeah. Um, I that bad way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was, that was funny. <laughs> that I, was a thing that happened. I have a VR question. Oh, okay, go. Don't get too, don't get too excited. You've got to be careful. To <laughs> he gets a lob on when the wind changes, mate. You mentioned <laughs> VR and he has to unzip. <laughs> All the blood's rushing away from my head. <laughs> oh my God. Has, has VR plateaued? It's because it kind of, everything seems to happen Absolutely. At once. Um, Absolutely, and and I'm going to answer this because Lee is not qualified <laughs> <laughs> to answer this question. I'll correct um, you. Carry on. No, 
Absolutely not. 100% not. So you have got games like Fallout 4 VR, Mm -hmm. Skyrim VR, which is another thing we're going to talk about in a bit, Um, Doom VFR, Payday 2, which has just uh, launched its official VR total conversion. Um, there are major, major titles that are coming out now. So there was a immediately there was a big influx of indie titles that yeah. were coming out on VR, and that's kind of because a lot of them had started development a long time ago on the on the um, DK2. DK2 and on the early release versions of the Vive um, development kit, and so they all, they were all kind of stored up and ready to go before the headsets even came out and then the headsets came out there was a great big glut of games that got released and then it kind of felt like it had gone a little bit cold for a while but there were a lot of games still being released big ones like Gorn that people might not have heard of but they were you know big in the in the scene right and now suddenly you've got these great big AAA titles that are turning up that are just ridiculous ridiculously different to the game that, that, that on as we call it pancake but also I mean, you imagine Skyrim, the depth and immersion that you've got in a game like Skyrim when you're just playing it on your TV. You imagine sticking a VR headset on with a decent set of headphones and actually swinging that sword and holding that shield and having your 75 hours worth of gameplay right in front of you all the time. This is like one of the only things that could get me excited about VR is either being in a spaceship cockpit or hmm. being some sort of grand master wizard or swords person or archer yeah. in a fantasy land. Oh, God, so this is the thing. VR is just Ar- archery and VR is amazing. So how, so mu- how much does it cost? How much, is, how much is the Vive, Lee, if I wanted to get a Vive? Oh, that's a really good question. They, they, they dropped and what else pieces. would I need to get that? Obviously, I've got a standard so PC. I think it's 650 the Vive at the minute. Is that right? I think it's actually a little bit less. I think it might be 599. <laughs> Is it? I mean, okay. that's basically so, six hundred. <laughs> it's basically it's six hundred quid. Um, so it was originally seven hundred and fifty. So there's a couple of re- so just to kind of now, do they sell the Oculus without the without the cameras, the extra cameras and the touch now, or is it always a part of a pack? You can, but it's not. It's just not worth it. It's um, okay. The markup is so. How, what's the price on that? Uh, yeah, um, um, I think it's hang on four hundred. So this is the thing when the when the Vive first came out, and when the Rift first came out. Um, the Rift didn't have what what they call the touch controllers, so it was a headset, and then you had to use an Xbox controller to play with it, and it was quite cheap. I think it was about three hundred and fifty pounds, something like that. Yeah. Um, whereas the, when the Vive came out, it was seven hundred and fifty pounds, but it Rift, came it with came out was five hundred pounds just then. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, then when the when the Vive came out, it was seven fifty, yeah. but that came with uh, again, your touch Sorry. controllers. Six fifty. Oh Jesus! This is like what the Vive? <laughs> okay, well, it wasn't because when I bought mine, it was seven fifty. Yeah, so up. stick oh, it all no, the way no, up your ass. I bought mine and released. Look, I fear this look, happen now. Sorry. Anyway, oh, God, they both right, look, Lee, Lee, right. Anyway, it's loads of money. Anyway, them. the Vive came out. It was loads of fucking money, or it went up. Whatever the fuck it was, it was loads of money. Um, Rift recently knocked their price right down, and Vive kind of did a similar thing. They knocked their prices right down as well. There's a couple of things to watch out for. The Vive, the base station, so both of them need to have uh, sensors to sense the headset, yeah? Right. So the way the Vive does that is that it uses... You know, Remember the Wii had that mm-hmm. like light bar, sensor bar. sensor bar that oh, yeah. just kind of spread, spread lasers out yeah. around the place, yeah? And it was the Wii remote that sensed that. 
rather than the other way around. Right. Even though it was called the sensor bar, it didn't actually sense anything. It just spread these light things. That's how the Vive works. The Vive base stations just do that. So they only need to be powered. They don't need to be connected back to the PC right. or anything like that. You just need to plug them into power. Um, it makes it much easier to set it up. Like for me, it's in a different room to my PC. Okay. So that makes it way easier. With the Rift, they're cameras. They're actually basically little webcams. Yeah. And instead of two of them, you need three of them. Right. And so you need to trail USB leads from wherever the fuck they are all the way back to your PC <laughs> in order for them to work. So it's quite a different way of doing things. I mean, arguably, they both work equally as well once you've got it all set up, but that would be really awkward for me to try and get that done. Okay, so what... <laughs> there is another option. I didn't want to get this deep. Hang on, hang on. I've got more questions. PlayStation VR. Yeah. What's yeah. the experience like on that? Is that comparable to the other two, okay. or is it worse? A lot worse, but it's still worse. good. Um, there are a lot more high-quality games on the PlayStation VR. Yes. Um, play, uh, there are some really good titles, actually. In fact, Skyrim VR is the only... It, it's only on PlayStation VR currently. Because currently I can get a PlayStation VR with a Gran Turismo Sport Bundle for £205. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really cost-effective. Does that come with the touch controllers as well? Uh, Six-axis no. motion setting system... Blah, blah, blah. No. Okay. So you no, you've got to watch out for that. So a lot of games don't need you to have those, those touch or whatever the fuck they call it, the motion controllers. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Move controllers, is that what they call yeah. them? And yeah, most of, most of the, a lot of the games don't need the PlayStation Move controllers. So you can play the racing games and other stuff with just the headset on. Right. But some of the games, the shooting games and some of the other ones, need you to have these right. Move controllers, so you need to buy those separately. Most of the games need the Move controllers now. Right, okay. Um, now the... Uh, the difference in the headsets is the um, the quality of the headset. The uh, picture in the PSVR is not as good as the other ones. Also, the head tracking is it's not bad. But it's not quite as good as uh, either of the Oculus or Vive. The hand tracking is pretty shonky, but it still works. So right. it's still w- worth playing something like Skyrim VR. Um, I, I'd say if you're even vaguely interested, go find someone who's got one and go and try it. Yeah, I might just speak. Don't even ask. Take the headset. Go wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should talk to you more about this later, Ross. Okay. Yes. At you later. I was, You've opened yeah, a can of worms here, Ross. I was counting Ross. down the minutes. If we'd have gone for another five, I'd have started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Yale. Okay, look. Right. Anyway, long story short, there's a lot of VR out there, but Oculus are the stupidest. So. Fair enough. Um, that's that's me. I need to talk about something, or we need to talk about something that Ross has done this week. Now, Ross has done two equally amazing things this week, and I'm happy with either of them, so pick one. Go ahead. Well, one's good and one's bad. Let's do the battle first. Trials of okay. the Blood Dragon. Woo! <sighs> Blood Dragon! <laughs> Blood Dragon, woo! Yeah, you take a really good game in Trials and fucking ruin it. Okay, so that's what they did with Far Cry 3 with Blood Dragon. <laughs> yeah, so I'm exactly. Re- I'm glad to see that cursed. they're continuing the trend. Well, yeah, um... Yeah, it's trials. Everyone knows trials. Motorbike trials, basically. Over obstacles, racing to a, a term, checkpoints. All yeah, but about... it's wacky, daft, and over the top, which seems to fit itself perfectly with the kind of Blood Dragon ethos, mm. right? Yeah. What they do do is they take the bikes away from you at certain points and put you on foot doing platforming levels with what? really bad platform physics. So you, you're jumping, you're, you're like floating around the place. You've got a gun, which is just controlled by your right analog stick, which is so hard to control. It's it is so shit. I uh, you you mentioned this the other day that you played this, and I saw it. It's available free for was it 
Games of Games Gold. Games of Gold, yeah, it's free gamers. <laughs> so I downloaded it, or I started downloading it, it said, okay, you can play now. So I played the first three levels. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so bad. I actually quite like, I, I, you know, it's the trials bit. I yeah. quite like that. Yeah, the trials the games are first two beautiful levels. games. Yeah, so no, the trials part of this. Yeah. The first two levels are on the motorbike. And yes. I quite like them. And, I, and it's made me want to go and play trials. Mm hmm. So, which is what I'm going to do. Yeah, the do that. Bit, fuck off. Yes. <laughs> the pl- so, I don't know really how they've done this. And I don't know whether they have meetings specifically to work out how best they can fuck a completely <laughs> excellent game. But they did exactly. I don't. The idea of Blood Dragon. So the idea of this retro 80s, over-the-top, yeah. neon Rich. kind of... All of this stuff brilliant. seems fantastic. Yeah. And, like, how can you fail? How can you fuck that up? But Far Cry 3, one of genuinely one of my favourite games of all time. I could not have been more excited about, about Blood Dragon. Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. And they had Michael Bean voicing mm-hmm. it as well. And the, the, the video, the trailer pre-release looked really good. And I got in and I played it. And this thing outstayed its welcome after about... 45 seconds. Yeah, I think you streamed one episode and got pissed off in the first episode. So (laughs) fucking irritating. It was poorly designed. It was just everything about it was bad. They had managed somehow to ruin Far Cry 3, which I genuinely thought was impossible. And then I thought, this is how bad it is, and I don't really know why or how, but Ubisoft have decided that they're going to fucking poke fun at me. I have two <laughs> copies of Blood Dragon in my Ubis- in my Uplay account. When I open Uplay, right, I've got all my games listed. I have Blood Dragon twice. I have no idea how that's happened, but I have it twice. Or something? Yeah. Just- I don't. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like giving me multiple you get copies. Dragon, you get Blood Dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Oprah. You get this bag of shit, and you get this bag of shit. Yeah, that's what that. Oh, so yeah, they've. they've- They've reskinned trials and added other stuff to it, which was completely unnecessary and ruined a perfectly, really great physics uh, motorbike game. I don't... Is it officially um, trials license? Yes, yeah, oh, it's made by Redlinks. It's the people that dude. developed. They worked together in on this, and how Redlinks let them do this? Maybe because Ubisoft are a bigger company. I don't know, but it's. It's a disaster. But the stupid thing is, is like the Far Cry Three one. It's not a DLC, is it? No, it's its own standalone game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You think that they, I just, they say, right, we've got this amazing franchise here, the, the Trials franchise. We've got this fantastic idea. You can use the, the 90s movie stereotypes yeah. and this great story we've got to go with it. Also, here, to mix it all together, here's a big bucket of shit. <laughs> yeah, just stir that in. Just smear that around everywhere. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just man. fucking flobbing that a couple of times and we'll see what we get out of it. So disappointed. But, the first two Trials games I've played to death... But yeah, I'm Ross, not you back should have known, man. I know, you should have known. It was Blood Dragon. I thought, how can you? Had it fucking in the title. Yeah. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Let's wait for the next one. If oh god, they what are they going to fuck up next? If they hasn't done That's something, we should do. We should World of work. World of Warcraft. Blood Dragon. No. <laughs> Just wait till top three in a minute. Final Fantasy Blood Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah. That, oh, are we doing? Is that what we're doing? Oh, I'm kidding. No, no, no. We're not talking about it. <laughs> we're not talking about it. Okay, right. Look, we need to go to somebody else to talk about something else. Um, Blood Dragon. Sorry. Talk about Firewatch, Rich. No, it's not me. It's not my turn. I've already spoken. I I bitched about Oculus Rages, and then that caused Lee to talk about VR in general for a really long time that we're going to cut out the entire podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, 
Do you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna skip Lee for a minute, and I'm gonna go back to L if that's okay. Yes. Yes. With a question mark at the end. Well, just because you were kind of, you were kind, you felt a little bit alone in the woods with the whole VR segment. (laughs) I know. I know. And it was like, and there was a there was a thing where everybody was talking about VR, and I felt like there was a bit of a coming together between Lee and Ross, which was magical to to, to behold. And then, I it was and you were time. a little bit kind of alienated through the entire thing, so I felt like we needed to come to you next. Is that all right? That's fine. All um, right, brilliant. I'm going to talk about a game that I really enjoyed playing last year. It's called Stories Untold, and it's very much okay. up my street. It's a game where you go through episodic adventures. They're very, very creepy, uh, and they both have different. Well, they both they all have different themes. Um, so the first chapter is a text-based game, uh, in which you experience a drunk driving um, accident. Uh, the second experience is a lab experiment which is fucking ridiculously creepy (laughs) um uh the third one is where you are in an arctic monitoring station also incredibly creepy (laughs) and the fourth chapter i won't ruin because it's so brilliantly brought together I just, I can't ruin it for anyone. The screenshots give nothing away at all. <clears throat> the screenshots and the videos and everything give absolutely nothing away. No. But from what you've just described, I already want to play this. So the entire first chapter is text-based. So it's, go, you know, walk yeah. north, walk south, wow. it's, it's, that kind of stuff. So you're this nameless, faceless protagonist sat at a computer. And it's this really old computer. It's a spectrum. Um, yeah. So wait, this is a game in a game, right? Yeah. So it 3D yeah. renders you sat in front of this computer, but you're playing a text-based game on it. Yes. And then Oh my god. It's like this. the game reflects what's happening in real life. Like the game goes through a couple of like power outages where the house goes completely dark. <sighs> and then when the power comes back on, stuff changes. Um so there are really small details like the textures on the walls or you know, something on a photograph might get scratched out. Right. And the grain the, the game will gradually get creepier as you relive this experience. Um, which I think is incredible. I, I really love the small details in psychological horror that you can play through and experience. Um it, it's it's brilliant. I absolutely love the way that it's done. Um I don't know if you want me to talk about the um, Arctic station where you're being spoken to um, and you're being asked to decode messages um, oh, and you're not supposed to like understand them. So you're like, oh my gosh, like what 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 are the words that are coming through? It, it These messages that you're reading are, are mildly horrific and you're like, what? what the actual Jeff is going on. You think you're <laughs> in the, the middle. Jeff? What the Jeff <laughs> is going on? Um, this, do you know what? This immediately, so I'm just looking at it right now, and even the title, so straight away when I looked at it, it was like kind of 80s slash 90s. It is very um, 80s. Yeah. It's got a Stranger Things kind of vibe yes. going on yeah. about it. That's that's the first thing that smacks me. And the other thing, and I, I'm sorry to go back to it, but you could do this in VR. They could put this into VR pretty much straight away. 
because it's just you sat in front of these uh, what like a CB radio and one of them looks like a safe and then there's the computer um, where you've got to the one that you think's a safe it's it's like a lab you do spin okay. around a little bit and you have this there's a, a thing um inside the the oven I'll use ear quotation marks the oven um and you do tests you perform tests on it oh my god that's what the drills for oh yeah. that suddenly took a very odd turn oh man it that one <laughs> fucked me right up so <laughs> not gonna lie oh my word. so when we do l's gaming uh, steam library week i want this one no, no, bagsy yeah no 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 bagsy oh, i turned around and, oh wait, no, I, I, will, I will choose turn around, good ones touch. for everyone I both turned around and touched the ground there. You couldn't see it because this is an audio-only podcast. But since I am currently wearing wireless headphones, I was afforded the ability to do, to do uh, the turn around and the touch the ground. So, Bagsy me. It's, it's very I want to play this. If, if you have the, the, the gumption to, to sit down and play this in the dark, in the middle of the night, and just experience something that is very, very Stranger Things, very 80s, Psychological horror. Go for it. Bagsy Rich does it. Also, also gumption. This is <laughs> you've got all the fucking best <laughs> words tonight, Alice. It's absolutely cyclical gumption. There's that the is the title. <laughs> that is that is the podcast name right cyclical there. Gumption, yeah. Joel, you're out doing yourself again. Somehow you've managed to find games this week that aren't me. making me scared of you. And I kind of want to play. Yeah, like, really normally when I say that I want to play the games that you mention, it's because I'm a little bit fearful of what you might do if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and this time, I genuinely kind of want to play them. Got it this is back. going very well so far. The third one's okay. not going to be a winner. I'm just oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> put out there now. I feel like you've just let it go. <laughs> you've, just, you've just dropped our expectations too far. Sorry. Okay, look. We need to go to Auntie L now. Hi. Uh, but it, before we do that, we're going to take a really quick break because we've been talking about loads of stuff for ages. So we're going to have a break. Ross, what kind of music do you want to insert here? Pick a pick a pick a style. Um, can everybody kind of agree on a style of music that Ross can put in here? Not jazz. Not, not jazz. jazz. I, can I hate jazz. jazz. God, I did jazz enjoy is the worst. Uh, catchy the Nintendo Wii uh, menu music was on one of our episodes. I'm going to put that back in. Oh, yeah. No, I do kind of like the Nintendo Wii menu music. My favourite. That's um, okay. Uh, menu music or our startup music is the PlayStation 1. There you go. I'd oh, also man, like man, at some good. point for you to, to put in the theme music for Papers, Please. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, because it's got, it's got that really that really definitively bassy communist shit going yeah. down that I quite like. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know what? Dealer's choice. You pick oh. and we'll be back in a few minutes. Right, we're back. We're all suitably juiced and have microwaved our cats, and we are ready. We are ready to talk about something. What on earth was that? That's not a thing. We're going to talk. <laughs> Lee is going to tell us something that he's been doing in the last couple of weeks since we podcasted last. Okay, uh, Payday 2 VR. 
Um, right. What? I've done this. This is what? great. Uh, Payday 2 uh, is obviously quite an old game. And uh, Starbreeze Studios uh, are the creators of it. And they decided to retrofit it with VR. Stuck some VR into it, and it's um, it, it's now it's amazing. Uh, we played the on the on the surface of it. Sorry to cut in, but it's on the surface of it that sounds like a bad idea. And on the surface of it, it is kind of a bad idea to try and retrofit VR onto an existing game. But in this instance, this seems bloody to, hell. Well, no, there seems to be a current trend um, on this sort of thing. But, uh, do you know what? One of the really good ones that you haven't played yet, or I doubt you will, is um, Doom Three. I want to say, I think it is the scary one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody retrofitted that, uh, not the original creators of it, but um, yeah, that as a mod, they've uh, they did that, and it was amazing. A lot of people really liked that, and and I think it was off of the back of that. That quite a few other games are uh, starting to get the treatment, and um, this was one of them. Payday um, Two gives me motion sickness without VR. <laughs> do, do you know? Okay, what? so there's a couple of reasons for that. Actually, it does me too. I've played it on yeah. the pancake version, and uh, it does. It's there's a few first-person shooter games that do that to me. Yeah, um, and it's yeah. The, one of them is the a bit like Dead Island. It, it mm-hmm. takes over your head movement. Yes. Yeah. And wiggles you. Yeah. Around. You've got a head bob. Yeah. You don't get that in VR. Yeah. Oh really? No, because yeah. it only does what your well, what your head is actually doing. <laughs> yeah. You move your head. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now uh, the beta is finished, and uh, it, during the beta we were able to play the VR version of the game uh, with each other as VR players. Now we can play with the pancake people. How did you get on? Because yeah, me, the- Rich, and Lewis famously did so well at Payday One. Oh, that is still one of my favourite videos of all time that we have done. And if you haven't seen this, go to the Ready Player Two um, YouTube, YouTube channel, yeah. which I I can't even remember what the fucking Ready Player Two link TV, that is. I think is that what it is, right? So it, we did a, ages ago. We did Three Idiots Rob a Bank or something oh, similar. Yeah. Uh, oh my good grief! It was so good. It was so funny. And that was in Payday One. Yeah. This is Payday 2, but Payday 2 has been out for so long now that there is a ridiculous amount of DLC for it, and there, there really is a lot of DLC, and they've actually got some pretty big Hollywood actors to do all of the, the voice acting and all the other stuff for the DLC, like the gauge packs and all the rest of it. Nice. Um, so we bought the Payday 2 Ultimate Edition, yep. yeah, and that comes with something like 23 DLC packs Jesus. built into it. I, there is tons. There is so it's much content, <laughs> and that's one of the biggest problems with it. If you've never played Payday Two before, like, now, so the, if you've never played Payday Two before and you're playing it in the pancake version, it is fairly confusing. If you're playing it in VR, <laughs> the UI for it, the you know the user interface that they put together is is workable, but it's so complex. There's so much stuff going on right. that it's taken me quite a few play ses- sessions to get the hang of what's going on. On top of that, originally when they were in the beta, they only had a certain number of the missions of the heists were available for VR players. So you could only play, I think it was 10 or so of the heists you could play in VR. So they've now officially released it. It's a properly released thing. It's out out of beta. You can download it. Anybody who has got a VR headset and owns Payday 2 can download the VR version for free and go ahead and play the game that they already like in VR. And it's unlocked... Every mission, every single mission, as far as I'm yep. aware. There's only a few things that even aren't in the uh, in the in this version for us now, and 
yeah. it's just a few because originally you couldn't like use slight sniper rifles or anything yeah yeah and now you can they're sniper all sniper rifles with really really good magnified scopes they work really well which a few games um, struggle with and it's i i don't know what lee's opinion of it because you've played more of the AAA because you played fallout 4 vr and doom vfr and i haven't played those things so my expectations of AAA titles and i would class this as a AAA title hmm. in vr is limited but there are a couple of ex- exceptions to the rule here because while this is absolutely fantastic and it really is if you've got a, a vr headset and you want to play a real a game that's got a serious amount of pedigree behind it and enjoy it this is definitely a contender for best vr game i've ever played but there are a couple of caveats to that one of them is we played uh, a level called i can't remember what it's called but it was one of the goat simulator add-on levels (laughs) oh my god it was so fucked up (laughs) the game is still kind of buggy the goats goats were reasonable i mean but there was with the goats were manageable um but the the game has got a couple of like really weird bugs and some of the levels were designed for people who are playing on a keyboard and mouse and in this particular example you have to go into the back of like a lorry now to start with you go into the back of this lorry and you have to crouch because if you don't crouch the way that the game handles your head going outside of a playable zone <laughs> is it blanks you out so, when, so when if, you, if you crouch, try and push your face it yeah, doesn't mean but, press the c button <laughs> I fucking swear to God, we were, we were playing this game. We were playing this game, and he's fucking stood there, and he's looking at me, and he's going, "How are you doing that?" I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Crouching." How are you doing that? And I mean, we're both in VR, oh my God. and I'm like, "I don't follow." What are you talking about? <laughs> and he goes, "No, you're crouching." What what button? What button did you push to do that? I'm just like, mate, I'm on my knees. <laughs> I'm genuine. I'm literally on my knees right now. That's how you crouch. Um, so you have to get down on your knees Jesus. to crouch in the game which makes sense obviously um only the way that the game handles your head going outside of the boundary of play so if you if you try to cheat by let's say looking through a wall to see where enemies are on the opposite side of the wall the way that the game handles that is it blanks off your headset so your whole your whole headset goes black right now there's a couple of issues with that the first one is that's really fucking dangerous (laughs) that's a very dangerous thing to do the second one is that as well as it blanking out your headset, it also then, if it's decided that you've gone too far outside of the bounds, it shifts your player character in the game back into bounds. Now, that seems okay on the surface of things, but when you've only got a limited play space in the area that you're working on, and then your head suddenly comes back into bounds somewhere that you weren't expecting to, and you're right in front of an object or a person or a cop or something like that, and you try to back away, you collide with something in your house. And it is pretty fucking dangerous. But this particular level, you have to kneel into this like lorry and then kind of somehow get into this car that's parked into the back of this fucking lorry. <laughs> and then you get into the car and try and drive the car out of the back of the lorry. Mm. Italian job, this was not. <laughs> it, <laughs> What's that really driver on that driving show? Uh, uh, it was, driving oh, it's show? not me. The Stig? No, it's not a bad driver. Somebody else. Hammond does crash a lot. Yeah, so. okay, let's call mm. you Hammond then. <laughs> okay, whoa, 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 why me? Okay, yeah, it's yeah, understandable. So, essentially, what we ended up doing was I was in the driver's seat and Lee was in the passenger seat and the drive mechanics in this There's car, so bear in mind that I'm stood up. I am stood up <laughs> in my living room. Now, in the game, I am sat in a car. So, immediately, my head is going, fuck you doing? Yeah. 
What was going on? <laughs> something wrong. Something wrong. Um, so you then have to hold the steering wheel with your left hand while doing this weird thing with an accelerator with your right hand. So essentially, I'm tossing Lee off while oh he's God. sat in the passenger seat. Now, he's so disturbed by this. He's so disturbed by this that he's then tried to lean out of the window. And I'm not joking. This is genuinely what he's done. He's leant out of the window. Oh, my God. Right? He's leant out the window while I'm tossing off this fucking accelerator in the middle of the car. And he's shooting cops. Now, as we drive out the back of this lorry, two things happen. Firstly, I lost my hands. And I don't say that in, like, a weird euphemism kind of I was tossing off Lee and and shit's gone wrong kind of way. Because that's kind of what happened. But... I lost my hands have disappeared at this point. So I'm full locked to the right and my hand is fully on the accelerator. Yeah. My hands have now gone. Lee's leaning out of the window. His hands have also gone. So we're fucking bollocking it along at full acceleration, doing a donut to the right, and neither of us have got any control over what's happening. Now the problem with that is when you're in a VR headset and you lose control and shit's still going on, it is so disorienting. At this point I had my eyes closed. <laughs> And was just he had to he closed his eyes so literally i'm there going what's going on what's going on and he's going i don't know my eyes are closed <laughs> this isn't helpful so he's dangling out the right hand side of the window of this car while we're doing donuts with cops surrounding us i've lost my hands i have no idea what's happening he's flapping around in the wind with his mouth open and his tongue lolling to one side it wasn't our finest moment i've got to be perfectly honest the beauty of VR. <laughs> I was channeling Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So it was like fucking... Oh, I don't even know. Um, there are a couple of bugs within the that, game that, that are... level in particular uh, was... Yeah, there are some at uh, some bu- moments insurmountable, and so, so it was so broken that we had to stop playing, and not only did we have to stop playing, but it made me but so ill. The goats were really good. The goats were excellent. I mean, top top scores, top scores for the goats. And while we, I mean, just just to placate L here, this was a level in which a guy had been flying a helicopter full of uh, contraband goats, yeah. and the helicopter had. Been <laughs> I'm not joking. I wish I was making this up. And the helicopter had either been shot down or he'd crashed because he was drunk. And essentially, there was an entire city block that was littered with goats. Oh, so there were goats at the top of lampposts. There were goats halfway up buildings. There were goats everywhere. And so we had to do payday-style drilling and cutting to cut down lampposts and deliver these goats. <laughs> but we're literally carrying... I mean, we're, bear in mind, we're in VR. Yeah. So I've literally got a goat in one hand and a gun in the other. And we're running through the streets of this city... Yeah, carrying goats under our arms, shooting cops. It's one of the most bizarre things I've ever it's the done. Featured image for this podcast. <laughs> um, it's. A, I'll pose for that. Don't don't <laughs> let the odd level put you off because there are bugs. I mean, there's bugs in almost yeah. every. I mean, there's we, we have a weird problem at the minute where my headset goes black every time we try to play a game in VR, so I have to reboot my computer. And apparently, Nvidia have discovered that problem now, and they're trying to fix it internally. But it's. There are problems with the game, but it is still exceptionally, exceptionally good. Mm. It is so different. So earlier on today, my my um, controllers for my uh, Vive were out of battery. We went to play it, and I've run out of battery. So I decided to play it pancake. I, I was playing on my PC normally with a mouse and keyboard, and Lee was in VR. I and mean, when you can do that, and it works, cool. and it's great, and it's fantastic. But the game, 
It's not the same game. It's like a completely different game when you're playing it on uh, with mouse and keyboard versus playing it in VR. It is so brilliant. It is really, really good. I know good. this game when it came so, out, it was a lot of people quite liked it. It was uh, quite a well-regarded game. It uh, earned Starbreeze quite a lot of money. I was never really that interested in it. Uh, and when it came out on VR, I was like, okay, let, let, I've got to give it a go just because it's VR. I love it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Sure the progression in it is fantastic. On my own, I think um, part no. of it's the, the charm of it is the multiplayer and the fact that you can play with other people yeah. that don't have VR headsets. If you've got friends that enjoy playing the game, you, they can just play it regular on a PC and they don't need the VR headset. Yeah. So good. This, it is so good. A couple of things I wanted to inject into this. Um, one is stealth really hurts. Yeah. Um, if you're really old like Lee I, is. My, I've got fucked up knees. I've played a lot of tennis over the years and my knees are... Yeah, given a lot of blowjobs. You can read yeah, into this. I've got on Steam, sorry. You have? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. Please, um, can you all review for Payday 2, please just be, I lost my hand with no context. <laughs> yeah, but the goats were great. <laughs> um, 10 out of 10 would go again. Oh, man. So the, the, the first stealth level we did was this yacht level where you have to pretty oh much... Oh, my God. Stealth is the only option. Usually it's just an option, but you, you can only stealth on this one. So we spent how many hours? A, a couple of hours maybe playing this? Yep. Crouched. <laughs> yep. On our knees. And by crouched. crouched. Oh. Yeah, by crouched. We weren't like comfortably squatted. No. I mean, you're yeah, we, we, both... so developed now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've got fucking. Um, no. <laughs> I've got two asses now. I've, I've got bunions <laughs> on my kneecaps. And I didn't think that was ever a thing. Oh. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I've got a hardwood floor. In the room that I used to play this game, and Lee is in his garage with a concrete floor, oh, so I'm pretty sure that's even worse. Carpet, but it's not- oh, you put carpet down. Oh, a fucking luxury garage! Jesus. Yeah, carpet on my knees. It's, <laughs> it's cheaper. Um, I mean, you would have thought, given Lee's history, that he'd be all right on his knees, but I think it's. <laughs> <there's> a- <laughs> that's why they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Starbury Studios. One of the things uh, that they also do or have done, is develop their own VR headset, which is probably why they've done this, um, called the Star VR. Uh, I had forgotten all about this. I didn't this. know this. And Acer, uh, right. actually, um, 
are involved in this. They invested five million in this, <laughs> and this is the commercial wide field of view headset that uh, has been developed. A bit like the Pi. Oh yeah, do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's why they've uh, they've concentrated on making such a good version of this because I reckon they're going to put it into arcades and things. And it would fit. The diff- it would work. The difference in this, and I don't want to bang up. We've got to. We've got to move away from this very quickly in a minute. But the the the, the significance in this game is I've played a few shooters in VR now, and they make or break themselves with the gun mechanics and how well each different type of weapon mm. works in VR. There are hundreds and hundreds of guns in this game, and they've all been made very different, kind of like Call of Duty. You know, you play Call of Duty for 10 minutes, and you'd be forgiven for thinking that every single gun is basically a different, a slightly different version of each other gun. Yeah. But people who have played it for a really long time will tell you that there are significant differences. You'd think that, the, that in order to get those mechanics to work properly in VR and have the guns be different enough would be just this undertaking of ridiculous magnitude, but it's so good the way that they've made all of the different guns work and all of the modifications because not only are there hundreds of different guns there's hundreds of different mods that you can add to each gun you can customize each one you can put long barrel short barrel silencers um red dot sights really good uh, progression in this through that it's just so it is absolutely <laughs> a fantastic and when you are crouched in the back of a armored vehicle um, trying to lockpick oh, yeah. a a, um, a safety deposit box in the back of this armored vehicle with one hand while leaning out of the open door with the other hand and shooting cops that are approaching. That is just is just what makes this game fantastic. And you can't do that in the normal 2D version because when you're lockpicking something, that's it. That's all you're doing. But no, fantastic. Um, um, we need to move away. We need to move away from this. Or is there anything else you want to talk about it? Uh, no, I just wanted to uh, underline that. Uh, the mechanics of um, VR with the with the guns. Uh, I think there's some random number generating going on to a certain extent with that, because I don't think I could hit uh, like a sniper 300 yards away with a pistol, which I yeah you could. <laughs> That's what John Wick can do. do. Uh, maybe I can. Um, <laughs> but the, the 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 amazing feeling when you uh, teleport around a corner and there's like five cops all hunched down waiting to ambush you, and you've got a pistol in each hand akimbo. And you just open up, John Wick style, is just one of the best things. The one of the best feelings in in uh, computer gaming I've ever had. It's so visceral and exciting. I would say that feeling like John Wick would probably make most people happy, but he always looks so miserable. He does, doesn't he? he does. But, His dog yeah. was killed. I mean, this is a very. He's got a very I mean, tumultuous life. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody was kind of okay with his wife dying, but as soon as that fucking dog died, everybody was like, nah, mate. Yeah. That's no good. It's not okay. It's not it okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, look, I want to talk about one more thing before we go. And we've spoken a, r- a lot already tonight, but I have to cover this. Because it's not very often I say I'm going to do something and then I actually follow through. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've said this a lot, you know? Uh, I, do you know what I mean? I'm going to I'm going to get this game and I'm going to play it and, you know, that never happens. And I'm going to have these kids and I'm going to love them. And, and sort of how, how that worked out. So we, I said last time we recorded, because uh, a couple of people said they played Firewatch, which was this walking simulator, um, that I'd seen it a couple of times and I'd been so interested in it, uh, but I just never got it. Yeah. And because everybody had talked about it, I, I wanted to get it and play it. So I got it, and I played it, and I followed through. I actually did something, and I followed through, and I felt like I was adulting a little bit. So <laughs> Firewatch, we explained it last time we recorded, but essentially it is a walking simulator in which you are a dude who has uh, got himself a job, 
out in the middle of fucking nowhere in Yellowstone National Park, sat atop this tower, a fire watch tower, and literally your entire job for, for like four or five months of the year is to sit in this tower and watch out for fires <laughs> wow, okay. and you just have to look out the window and if there is a fire you have to call it in to the rangers and they go out and investigate and da, 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 whatever and they cut like fire bre- breaches and stuff like this anyway so the game starts and it it starts with the deep feels like it immediately hits you in the face with deep feels and it gives you this kind of text-based uh, uh backstory about this guy who has fallen in love with this woman and they've got this really kind of um not tongue-in-cheek relationship but a really kind of it's based on their comedy and the way that their personalities gel together and it comes it's got what bants it has it's big bants it's a big bants relationship (laughs) and it comes across in text at the beginning with this great music that's going on in the background and you kind of get to do a a bit of choosing a bit of pick and choosing at the beginning of the backstory so it's almost like a bit of text-based adventure game where you pick like the name of your dog and this that and the other and stuff like that anyway long story short shit goes down she gets ill his wife this guy's wife gets ill um like quite seriously ill he's not sure how to handle it and she gets worse and progressively worse and his life starts unraveling and eventually his his solution to this when she finally ends up going so bad that she's in this care home is he escapes he runs away and he gets this job in the middle of nowhere with no contact with the outside world whatsoever in this fire watch tower and it's his kind of not way of coping but his way of escaping everything and it's quite tragic and it's, it's it sets you up a little bit and you're not really sure what's going on or where it's going to go and he gets to this place and his only contact is this woman called delilah right who is on the end of this walkie-talkie and right at the beginning of the game you get a walkie-talkie and she's talking you through where you need to go and what you need to do and you go to this tower and as the game progresses she gives you uh more instructions of things to do and where to go and you're essentially in this kind of i say open world but in this very open area that is really really nicely rendered and you have to hike and explore and it is really walking simulator and a lot of it a lot of yeah a lot of it is very mundane (laughs) like uh, somebody's setting off fireworks and so you've got to go over and stop them but you're not like rangers or anything you've got no jurisdiction so he kind of goes over there and you've got to try and scare these teenagers off so that they don't use fireworks anymore. And there's a couple of different ways you can do it. So you've got choices. I picked up their radio and threw it in the river. Turns out that wasn't a great idea. Um, <laughs> and there's a couple of different things that you can do. And and it progresses a little bit more and a little bit more. And it keeps skipping through days. So you've got day one, day two, and then it goes to day 16 and then day 25. And then by the end of it, they're on like day 80 something so they've been there a really long time and the the dialogue between your the this main guy um henry and delilah the person on the end of the radio gets more and more personal and more and more in depth and she sounds like a fox i swear and, um, <laughs> she does she really sounds like a she sounds like a fox and um and it progresses and then things start going a bit weird and you're moving along through this, and you're just doing things like, oh, she's noticed that there's uh, some smoke coming from somewhere, so it could just be some hikers have not put out a campfire properly. So you need to hike out and work what's going, work out what's going on. And then at some point, she says, um, "Oh, I can see you moving around, you know, in your tower." Uh, oh, I'm glad you framed make... the sinister as well, because this this yeah. is the bit that really got me. So I'm I'm walking around and I've just done a load of hiking, and she goes um, and she goes, "Oh, so drinking a beer are you?" And and I was like, "No, not not drinking a beer. I'm just hiking back to the tower." She goes, "No, you're not. You're in your tower. I can see you. I'm looking at your tower through my binoculars because she's in her own tower, which is a few miles away." 
And you say, no, I'm not in my tower. And she said, well, who is then? And then it's like, well, hang on a minute. So then you have to leg it back. You run all the way back to your tower and everything's fucked up and trashed. So somebody's been in there. And bear in mind, this is your, this is your entire world. You live there. And so, and the whole place has been trashed and there's no evidence of anybody around. And there's not really any security to this place. It's not like it's fenced off or anything. And it gets spoopy and, and spoopier. And, <laughs> and then it gets worse and worse. And then at one point you find uh, this place and it's got these pieces of paper with transcripts of the conversations between you and Delilah oh. and the things that you've been talking about. And then it starts, you start panicking. So you have to try and get a, this, this alternative radio so that you can talk to each other because you think that your radios have been tapped and this, that, and the, and it is so good. So, so good. And considering that it's essentially a walking simulator that is driven along by the dialogue between these two people, the dialogue is excellent it's it is done, fantastically it? written it is amazingly acted it is just fantastic the only thing that i would say is that is the first two-thirds of the game and the first two-thirds of the game are probably around about two and a half hours to three hours long depending on how long you take exploring and doing other things and it is just fantastic it's just superb the last third of the game then starts to unravel a little bit and i don't want to give anything away about the story but it 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 leads you really far down this kind of very mysterious very odd very paranoid and self-conscious roots and when it starts to unravel and you get to start getting to the bottom of what's going on it 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 feels like it's very abrupt. It feels like the ending comes up on you very quickly when you actually want an awful lot more of what was going on. And then it finishes. And then that's the end of it. <laughs> and it was still extremely satisfying for what it was. But I felt like they had a target for what they wanted to achieve. And that I, it, for me, they could have gone on a lot longer. I mean, a game like that can outstay its welcome. So they, they need to hit, hit an end point at some point. I could have gone another hour. I could have had a little bit longer. Um, but that was... It was so good. I mean, if you're into, if you're at all interested in it, it's fifteen pounds on Steam, which I would suggest is a little bit high for this game. If it was ten pounds, I could really, really recommend it. But it's re- it's a really, really good experience. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. And I don't say that about tons of games. And considering it was so short, am I the only one? Um, it is difficult. This? No, I haven't played it. All right. Okay. But the enthusiasm for Firewatch is spreading much like a wildfire. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I've been waiting all of that time to say that. (laughs) Right, anyway, look, that's me. That's Firewatch. We can't talk about it much more because I think we've spoken about it on the last, like, three podcasts. But I really, really liked it. Next podcast, it's somebody else's turn to try it. So I'm nominating Lee. Okay. And I'm yeah, nominating so Leanne Ross. To play it oh, and Leanne Ross, actually, Leanne Ross, you can both play it. This is, for me, this is becoming a bit of a favourite. I... uh, can't I cannot describe it. the first two thirds of this game can't describe how much I really enjoyed it. But you guys need to give you it a go. You must be going on Look, holiday we or something, need... and if you want me to play a single player game, <laughs> we need to stop now. We need to stop now. We need to take a very quick break, and then we're going to come back with something a bit special. Oh. We'll be right back. Special. <laughs> Squeaker scream loud in the lobby tonight, even though it's 12.15. A lobby of raging gamers who shout insults and scream. I want to shit in your mouth. They say we're hacking 
Because they don't know how they die. Hacker, fucking hacker, you. Call of Duty Ghosts hasn't even tried. Your game is trash, you need to see. How the hell did a damn dog just kill me? It takes ten minutes for it to load. This fucking blows. I hate ghosts, I hate ghosts. Don't wanna play So fucking gay. Right, we're back, and we're going to do something we haven't done for a really long time. No, not that thing with the playground. Something else. We are going to we're going to play a game which we've done before and we've done recently, but we're going to play uh, the top three. <gasps> Good grief! This is a bit of a blast from the past. When was the last time we did a top three? I reckon before episode fifty, because that was a staple of every single episode before that. That was like in 1983. Free <laughs> me. Many things aren't. Good. Good lord. The least right. done one. No, no, it, it was a random name game. Name uh, ah, yeah. This one's don't have to worry about this. There's no. You have to worry. Jeez. But I have to remember things. Okay. I'm so no, it's me that has to worry. This is bad. This is bad. Oh, the top three is bad for me. Oh, exactly. Okay, carry Historically, on. yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Go on. Right, Ross. Because people might not even know what this Because there are people that weren't born last time we did a top three that might be listening now. So explain what the top three is and what we're going to do. I set a subject, and the rest of the guys give me their top three within that subject. Um, and then I judge them on their subject, uh, what, they, what, they, what they rank, basically. Do you want to know what your subject is this time? Yeah. I want your... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I've What's got... the order of play here? <laughs> Who's going first? I definitely want um, to go first. Oh, Rich, you can go first. Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't, don't worry, I'm going to ease you all back in. Don't worry. Okay, lube me lube up. Lube you up. Ease you in slowly. <laughs> you. So it's going to go uh, Rich, L, and then Lee. Oh. Okay. All right. So, top three. I want your top three most over or underrated games of all time. Oh my god. So you can choose within whichever you want, over or under, but Googling Okay. <laughs> this is reasonably sensible for a top three. Yeah. Oh man, I've got so many choices. Okay, right, look. If I'm starting, I'm gonna have to start so <clears throat> I'm gonna say one word or sorry, one name. Okay. And this is kinda of, it's kind of a treasure trove, so then I'm gonna cherry pick what I decide. Um, so the most, one of the most overrated games of all time, or overhyped games, Peter Molyneux <sighs> immediately spring, springs to mind. So the, the first thing I think when I think overrated games is, gonna, is Peter Molyneux. Mm-hmm. And there's a treasure trove there of shit that I could pick from. Um, I could go black and white. I could go black and white too. I kind of liked black and white, but it was massively oh, overrated. Yeah. I've got to go with Fable. I've got to go with Fable mm-hmm. because Fable. Fable was hugely hyped and hugely oversold by the studio and by the guy behind it. Do you know what? I kind of, I did kind of like it, but I had to have my expectations stripped right back 
before I even got into a mindset where I where, where I enjoyed it. And that took probably four hours worth of gameplay for me to realize that this wasn't the game that I'd been sold. Yeah. Now, a lot of people did the same thing. They played for four hours worth of this game, realized that it wasn't the game that they'd been sold, and just wigged the fuck out <laughs> and just didn't enjoy it anymore. I managed to curb my expectations to the point where I realized that this wasn't the game that I'd been advertised yeah. and then rolled with it. And after you come to that kind of rock bottom realization that your life is not as fantastic and you're not as special as your mummy told you, <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I agree. Yeah, I've played all three of them get, to completion. Yeah, you, but you've got to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You have to get to that point, um, and that's kind of true of all of them. Yeah, but the first one is the prime example. It was sold on. And you could plant just, a seed and watch this 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 tree grow you were over sold time. On so many things. The frying pan is the obvious one, <laughs> but you were sold on so many things that you'd be able to do in this game, yeah. and it just didn't deliver. What it did deliver was a solid enough RPG experience with enough charm and enough dialogue and enough other things going on with it that I could play it and feel happy about the experience by the end. Yeah. But it was so overhyped, oversold, and overrated before it came out that it just it just wasn't the product that we were told we were going to get delivered. Good start. Mm. Now, what we got? Okay, we'll start with my only uh, underrated game, okay. which is something that harks back to ages ago. This is a game that was another of my rare indie game finds. Uh, Papers, please. Ah, yes. Why oh. this only has 85 on Metacritic, I do not know. This deserves at least a 92. Yeah. Um, when I played it, I literally hadn't heard of it. I think I bought um, this for you and sent it to you. This is true. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Why weren't more people talking about it? Yeah, it's phenomenal. I don't, I don't understand. It's such a good little game. I think everyone that's ever played it is of the same opinion as well, that it's fantastic. Yeah, but I, I think it's, again, I think it's because an indie game, a lot of people don't buy into it right away, but it is such a charmer. Yeah, stylistically it's not maybe that pleasing for everyone as well. Yeah, I mean, pixel games can be like that, but I think for its content, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. Good chat. Good start. It's kind. Of, it's very slow to get into, and you've got to be quite emotionally sturdy yes. to handle the shit that it's <laughs> oh, throwing man. at you quite early on as man, well. That little guy, like, oh yes, yeah, so I will bring you the passport, and I'm like, mate, you've you've coloured this in. I can't let you through. <laughs> Just let me through, and I'm like, oh man, you with your tiny jumper. I do love you, but I can't let you through. <laughs> good start. Good start. Leo, I did say there's no pressure on you, but you're kind of already behind the eight baller. No, I've nailed this. All right. Okay. Confidence. Oh, what? Um, overrated game of all time, and this sprung instantly to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay, now which? Uh, what? The original um, arcade game. Oh wow! Okay, you uh, do not know the your only audience for this it, game. It figures at all in gaming history is because of the controversy that surrounded it, because uh, of the violence and the way it was brought up in, in Congress in America. Yeah, uh, and was spoken about so much. Um, that's the only reason. That it was anything other than a footnote in gaming history. So you've just shit on my second one. (laughs) Like from a height. From a fucking height. That makes it even sweeter. If it makes you feel better, (laughs) Rich, he has also done himself a lot of damage in Yeah, I know, because you're a big Mortal Kombat fan. (laughs) I just realised that. Um, (laughs) Shit. (laughs) 
Uh, no, I, I, I never liked the game. I played it uh, when it came out, and it took me a while to realise that I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, and that I really enjoyed um, Virtual Fighter and Street Fighter much, much more. Fair enough. At that same time, but yeah, I just cannot get my head around why it was so popular. Okay, nice. Rich, what's your second one? Oh my good grief! <laughs> See, I don't feel like I've had enough time for this. <laughs> I feel like there are so many games. This was the beauty of that top three. Was supposed to be. So the problem is, I could think I can think of so many overrated games. Yes. That thinking of underrated games is really difficult. Mm. But I'm going to go with one, and this is going to be a little controversial. Okay. So my only underrated game in this list is going to be The Division. Ooh. Mm. So, Triple H. The Division got slated. When it first came out, and for a good long time after it, it first came out, and, and people were kind of intrigued, and it was it was a nice idea, and people weren't 100% sure about it, and it... it got a few months into its life and, and it got panned and i mean I, I it got seriously panned mm. um so much so that we didn't we didn't bother with it we didn't even go near it um we played it at egx and they did one of these criminally terrible things at egx where they decided that they wanted to show off the pvp yes whereas so much of the game is pve so much mm-hmm. of it in fact at the time like 90 percent of the game was pve but they decided at egx that they were going to show off the most toxic part of the entire game <laughs> which was the pvp part and it put me right off but then also the game got so criminally slated with bugs and end game problems and balance issues that we stayed well enough away from it then um, I think about a month or so after the 1.4 patch came out, we decided we were looking for a game and we couldn't find what we wanted to play. And so we we thought, okay, the division has come down in price. It's a reasonable price right now. It's a bit of a gamble, mm. but let's give it a go. I haven't had as much fun co-op in a game as I did in division in a really, really long time. And there were a couple of two-player co-op games. I mean, we played... Um, Splinter Cell Blacklist, yeah. which was really good co-op. That was excellent co-op. This trumped it. It was better than that. Right. It was well-balanced. It was um, engaging. The PvP content was there, and it, you could dip into it if you wanted to, but there was no... It didn't force you. I the game didn't the push you zone, into it. No, and you don't have to. Right. You really don't have to. And so we played it originally with two of us, and then it shifted up to three of us, and we played the majority of the game through with three of us, and then a couple of other people dipped in and dipped out. Um, from that, we ended up going on to Ghost Recon Wildlands, mm-hmm. which was which is a whole whole different thing. But I, I genuinely, I look back at my time on the division and think, had people not slated this game so badly, I don't think I would have gone into it with such low expectations that I ended up enjoying it so much. <laughs> going in with low expectations early on, it's actually sometimes a really good thing. Yes, and it was so badly slated that it didn't and i don't think it deserved it and it, i don't think it deserves it now either it was a really Still really a enjoyable game, game. Yeah. yeah good oh, there you go strong answers yeah, everywhere apart from lee's one um <laughs> yeah, <watch yourself>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it right it's my turn yeah okay overrated game this time because it fills me with an unbridled rage <laughs> um alien isolation scary for the first half hour after that bit pants Okay. Um, the motions of going through the game after the first half hour, after you learn this pattern that the alien 
behaves in, yeah. which it doesn't deviate from. It's like, oh, okay, wait until it drops down, get in the cupboard, oh, wait yes. for it to go, get out, do <laughs> things. It's like, this is no longer scary. This is Cupboard Simulator 2.0. <laughs> Ooh, it's Outlast with an alien. <laughs> it's just, it, it doesn't do it for me. It really doesn't do it for me. I'm like, oh, geez, oh, guess there's... Look, coming down for your shopping? Great. I mean, help yourself to jam. I'm sure there's enough jam for you here. You're just getting in my way now. You're more a nuisance than anything. That's fair And that's it. Yeah, games are developed to a point now that you should be able to not just figure out a pattern of an enemy, shouldn't you? It's it's a waiting simulator. (laughs) You're going to wait for Grandma, you know, Xenomorph to fuck off up a vent so I can continue with the rest of my fucking life. Nice. <clears throat> Lee, what you got? Um, I had one. I've forgotten what it was. <laughs> you got so, nothing. Um... You got nothing. You got weak sore. <laughs> oh, oh, Rich, don't be so mean. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, I'm cussing him out now. <laughs> Underrated. I've got to go for it, haven't I? Well, you can go for you it. Don't you, you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, under there was one. I had one, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> That's right. I can edit. Oh, here we go. System Shock. Underrated. (gasps) (laughs) System Shock was pretty well received at its time. You don't very much hear about it now, do you? I mean, you do. That's because it's about 28 years old. (laughs) You do. 28 years old. It's 24 years old. Don't exaggerate. (laughs) You still hear about it. You hear about it because people are like, oh, yeah, this horror game harkens back to System Shock. It's medium rated then. Uh, I don't ever think that system. I mean, not to piss on. Well, yeah, all right. I'm trying okay, to piss I'll go for another. Yeah. Overrated. Then I changed my answer. <sighs> what? You yes, can't can. do. All right, then. You can totally do that. Go for it, Lee. Bioshock Infinite. <gasps> Under or oh, okay, yeah, okay. Jesus, that is like the flip end side of that shit. Okay. Yeah, We're saying that's un- underrated. Overrated. Massively. No, underrated. he's saying it's overrated. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I did gasp when I heard Bioshock, and then you continued. I was like, and then he added Infinite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's okay. He could have gone with Bioshock too, and that also would have been kind of acceptable. But this had so much promise and so much. um, uh, Leading up to this, I was very excited. Um, It was hyped to fuck, um, and it's beautiful to look at in all of the cutscenes and all of the um, videos that you uh, promos that they did for it. It's beautiful but god it was dull i played it, I played it for a dull. couple of hours i think and yeah it 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 gets through it a little bit but i do kind of know what you mean it built on the on the uh hype that bioshock had yeah, had mm-hmm. and then suddenly you weren't underwater anymore yeah. you were up in the sky and it was a great new interesting thing and it, and then it i well it didn't deliver for me yeah. it was really hyped up and it just didn't go anywhere but i'm still unnaturally attracted to girls with thimble thimbles on their fingers now <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> which is a thing well that's it's okay that's fine Elle. thimble fetishes are all right aren't they i refuse to comment it's a good job you changed, <laughs> you changed your pick Lee, as well because system shop the lowest rating in the score was 89 percent. oh shit yeah maybe <laughs> reviewed <laughs> <incredibly well. laughs> I mean, System Shock could not have been classed as underrated. <laughs> All right, Rich, what's your like, third and final one? Third? What? Do you know what? Oh, yeah. Top three. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. This is how numbers work, Lee. Um, Help me Google. Do you know, I've got 
I've got two, and uh, one of them people might not have heard of, and I don't know if they have or not, and the other one people will have heard of, and it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. One of them's really obvious, and one of them's not so much, so I'm going to go for the not-so-obvious one, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of hope that you've heard of it, because <laughs> if you haven't, this is going to really fall flat. So there was a game called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. <gasps> oh, yes. Right. Okay? So this game, uh, the trailers and everything were very, very big, very hyped, um, gorgeous-looking game. Facial expressions are incredible. The narrative dialogue behind it is uh, very well narrated. It is fucking terrible. (laughs) It is so fucking bad. Um, It was massively hyped. It was... And do you know what? Before it came out, it had excellent reviews. It was... uh, Oh, you know, this is... This is... uh, And people were liking it to Dark Souls. Now, don't get me fucking wrong. Dark Souls is a bag of bollocks. And this is the thing. This was the game that I was potentially going to go with. I was going to go with Dark Souls because I think those games are fucking overrated to bollocks and they're shit. However, I'm going with this because it's slightly less diversive. Um, So, the... The problem, the major problem with this game, and if you've played it, you might understand, yeah. is that absolutely nothing happens <laughs> uh, at no. all. Like the literally, nothing happens. The combat let, is terrible. Let's be clear, the first combat does the, happen, but when it does, it is shit. So the first, the first forty-five minutes of this game is Canoe Simulator 2017. <laughs> forty-five minutes. Where the fuck did right. you go, Rich? Not fuck it. Well, I got lost a little bit, but the. The, so the the credits to start with is kind of this weird narration and it kind of explains the history of this fucking bitch who has lost some other twat that she was in love with and she's gone down into hell to get him back because she's fucking badass and she's going to kick the shit out of some hell bastards to get her fucking person back. And so she has to sneak into hell in a canoe because stealth canoe attacks are obviously the way to go. <laughs> and so the entire credits, the intro scene, is this fucking narration with uh, the credits kind of floating in the air as you're canoeing very slowly past them. And very slowly is a fucking understatement. My four-year-old could have paddled there quicker than this bitch decides to canoe down this fucking river it takes absolutely ages and then you come out of the canoe and you get this weird close-up of her face which i think is supposed to show the la noir noir style kind of expressions that they've managed to get two expressions in the game or somewhat grimacing (laughs) she she's just she's angry or confused and both of them she's slightly angry and confused at the same time (laughs) but supposedly they put an absolute shitload of time and effort into the facial expression system into this game in a game where you're staring at the back of her head for the majority of the fucking time. So I don't know why they bothered. No, Maybe they should like have put you, a little bit more effort into the combat. And stuff, oh, jeez. Having fucking played a lot awful. of this game. It is just... I played probably five or six hours of this game, desperately hoping that it was going to get better at some point because the hype was so high and people were saying that it was so good and it never got any better. It was Shadow Man, but shit. <laughs> it was Dark Souls, but worse. It was fucking terrible oh God, so yeah overhyped to tits that perfectly that's perfectly feels a brief because you're a gamer we call this essential I, do you know what you're a gamer of stupid fucks <laughs> <laughs> so you said I shouldn't pay the 24.99 on Steam for it now you absolutely Maybe shouldn't pay sale. a fucking toss for this <laughs> Right, you like should it. not pay the pre-cum that can, it's just it's not worth it Ross don't do it that is a strong top three Elle what's your final third and final one I'm going to fall back on a uh, family favourite rant of mine 
Any guesses for Call what it's going to be? Judy. Oh my Call God, Judy. Ross, you know. <laughs> so we're not going to choose I just one I nearly used game. this and I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to piss on their chips. No, it was on my no. List like, well, why, why choose one singular game when you can have a series of shit games to choose No, no, from? no, that's cheating. Pick a specific <laughs> Call of Duty yeah. game. What's the one in the desert where you're playing as a dude? Modern Warfare. No, that's cheating. Well. This is... No, the and very there's this definition. guy who's like, oh my god, I've got these friends and family. Want to look at their pictures? And I'm like, no, mate, get your fucking shit out of my face. I do not care. I don't want to emotionally connect to you. You are basically a brick to me. I is will this fucking... just a weekend out for you, or is this Call of Duty? This was Call of Duty. <laughs> they, they tried to make an This was a Tinder hookup. And then he died, and I was like, well, fucking serves you right. I knew you were going to die. <laughs> That one. That one where they try. I'm going for Modern Warfare because that sounds like the most... Uh, Makes me sick. The one you're shouting about. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my God. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. She's just angry at the whole Call of Duty that's no, ever existed. I did play it. I actually played some of this fucking tripe. <laughs> and I swear to God, I regret every penny I spent on that fucking abortion of a game. Good <laughs> <laughs> right. luck, Lee. Beat that. Uh... <laughs> I've got one that might be equivalent. Right. Under a... Uh, sorry, very overrated. Uh, Halo. All of them. Ooh, all of them. All of, no, I mean, hang on a minute. I feel cheated with... because you're using entire franchises between you. Well, we, that's the benefit of going second and third. I know, right? We've got a lot well, of hate between us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Every, every time <laughs> that I ever tried to play a Halo game and... And I think I've tried to play most of them. I'm not going to say all of them because yeah. there, there was a point where I gave up. Those vehicle controls, I my man. just could not get past the controls. I could not get past the clunky feeling of it. I, and it, Because the first one was Xbox only. Xbox, yes. One of the Xboxes yeah. only. Xbox. Uh, I had to suffer playing a first-person shooter with a pad, which I naturally hate anyway. Not any pad. The biggest fucking the biggest, pad ever yeah, made. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Because if, if you had the little Japan's pad... <laughs> Because I had I had the massive great yeah. fucking mama yeah, jama pads when I bought it, but then black. you could get the you could get the slender Japan's pads after not too long, and I used those. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, well, I just I've always struggled with uh, first person shooters with a pad. I've I've kind of got to grips with it in more recent years, but I still prefer to play PC games with a mouse and a keyboard. Sorry, first person shooter games with a mouse and yeah. keyboard. And at the same time, we were playing things like Half Life and loving that sort of thing. And then to move over to Halo and just what why what. Do you know what? I'm going to fucking completely disagree with you on this. Not only because I want you to lose, but also because I absolutely <laughs> loved, I absolutely loved the first Halo game. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Mm. Not only for the single player, which I really enjoyed, although the storyline was really convoluted, but the multiplayer, the four, the four player split screen multiplayer, was fucking brilliant. Yeah, we had an amazing time with I that. Did you spend a lot? And of we that. had system links. We had system links uh, connecting multiple Xboxes in the same house. And at one point, we had sixteen player. And Halo in one house with four screens and four Xboxes, and it was fucking amazing. So it was that good? Can I change it to underrated then? <laughs> no, no, Lee, you're completely no, no, right. no. I am fucking hacks. The only good thing that came out of Halo was Red versus Blue. Yes, that shit was exactly. hilarious. Yeah. Everything else dead to me. There we go. Then. That was the only thing that was useful for. Well, that's quite a top three list from all of you. Um, I'll start with you, L. Paper Split's underrated, definitely. Alien Isolation is overrated, maybe not to a massive degree, but yeah, it's a pretty boring game. <laughs> Modern Warfare. I I play these games from my folks. I do play Modern Warfare games. 
and oh, Call of Duty yeah. games, and I do quite enjoy them. You're allowed to enjoy them. Thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> Tanked it, L. Tanked it. I don't care. I, I, I wasn't in it won. to win it. I was in to rage. Fair, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can hear Rich quivering from here because he thinks he's won. <laughs> I'm fucking shaking, mate. <laughs> uh, Lee, I mean, you lost it with the first one, Mortal Kombat. I fucking love Mortal Kombat more than Street Fighter or any other fighting game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do agree with Bioshock over, Infinite though, overrated. I hated that game. Mm. I could not get on board of it at all. And Halo... Yeah, it was never, it was never my first person shooter. It, it was fun with like Rich saying four players on one screen, but it is overrated. But yeah, Rich, you've, you've won. Oh, yeah, is overrated. <laughs> the division right. is underrated, and from what I can see from Hellblade, it looks fucking terrible to me. So, am I the new? Oh, do you know what? <laughs> no, no, yes, you no. fucking well are, and you're taking the piss, and you thought that I was going to lose, and this is what you fucking get. <laughs> Lee, you're completely Sorry, fine. Al. I completely agree with you on some of yours. Like a moral victory. It's Rich, Rich came out of the gates with Peter Molyneux. It's a strong start to any any top three. Do you know what? If I just say Peter Molyneux yeah. at yeah. any point, I mean, I'm to like, be it's, fair, it's ranking at points. I have raged pretty hard about Peter Molyneux yeah. on this cast so many times. <laughs> I, let, it, yeah. let it go, Al. We lost. <laughs> I was just I know, hitting the I'm... golden bollocks. No, actually, I think he lost. Look, Have you seen Goddess? <laughs> it, oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! There we go. That was his top. That was the top three. That was fun. No, I think we all need to just step back for a moment and contemplate the fact that it's only taken four years, <laughs> but I just won a top three. And I'm also slightly disappointed that Lewis wasn't here. <laughs> Because I still haven't beaten Lewis. He's default winner every time. He is default winner all the time, and it's really frustrating, and it makes me slightly (laughs) sad inside. Right. He he is very quick thinking. Do you know what? The that was really strong, and actually, I think all of that. I didn't necessarily agree with Call of Duty, and I didn't necessarily agree with Halo, but the rest of it, fucking hell, Mm. there are some serious games that that either gave a massive overrated expectation to everybody, or people just don't think about and are fucking amazing. Yeah. We need to do that again, but possibly in the not a top three kind of style but I want to bring top three back again. Yes. There was a point that we were doing top three every single week and it became a little bit too much, I like a lot rage. of really good sex. <laughs> but we're going to go because we've spoken about absolutely shit tons of stuff this week and we need to stop because stop. otherwise we're going to run into the shit that we're going to talk about in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so for episode, what is it? 72? 72. Yes. Jesus Christ. For episode 72, this has been Ready Player 2. I have been Rich, your host. Ross has been... Here. And a co-host. Thank you very much for turning up. <laughs> Elle has been... Present. <laughs> Thank you, and now it feels like I'm taking register. <laughs> and Lee has been... I, don't, I have got no other answers apart from, yes, I'm here, miss. <laughs> yes, miss. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us at uh, readyplayer2.co.uk. That's TWO.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at ReadyP2. You can find me on Twitter at Zebwen. That's Z E B W E N. You can find L at Escaping IRL on the internet. You can find Ross. Ross Bell 1984 on Twitter. And you can find Lee. ZZ Lee ZZ in most places. And you can find all of us at thepaliceofwisdom.co.uk and on ACAST. Is it ACAST.com? think so just download yeah. the it's acast.fucking something but 
You Google it, just Google it. You can find us on Acast. You can subscribe to us on Acast. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on most decent podcast players. That has been us, Ready Player Two, episode 72. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Goodbye. Peace. Peace. Go back and do that again and be funny. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, just listen to the screams as I open up this library. Oink, oink, bitches. <laughs> oink, oink, motherfucker. Ready player two, blood dragon. And fuck it oh, up. No. Oh my god. Like we could get any worse. I mean, really. That's setting the bar at a very moderate level. <laughs> <laughs> That's the paper space right. being down- downloaded. <laughs> right. Guns, guns, baby. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Okay, I'm suitably juiced. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, outtakes. You're, you're oh my god, you don't help yourself. For Ross. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> can I put tags into Audacity as I'm recording? I don't understand. Why? I've got orange juice. Oh. Uh. Well, that was not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, small moggy emergency. Oh, no, no worries. Is, is your moggy right? okay? Oh, he's fine, yeah. It's, uh, the microwave had stopped working. I, I know, oh, okay. Are those two things related? Is he not warm enough? Jesus! Cat, or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we doing it wrong or something? Um... <laughs> <laughs> he's not been well. <laughs> What? No, I'm not fucking surprised. I'm Has so he grown confused. extra legs? Is this Has he got superpowers? Wow. <laughs> Lee, you've just you've just um, linked somebody in in the chat. Yes. <clears throat> Is that the person who plays Delilah? I was Sissy fucking Jones. right. A fox. Hello. Oh my god, she fuck. I would I would be hiking over to <laughs> her tower and rummaging what? through her fucking belongings. <laughs> <laughs> She's done a lot of stuff in what? video games. <laughs> what's, what's running the through people's things Rich that's not sexy <laughs> <laughs> sexy for Rich yeah well wow. depends what you find special oh my god what was that <laughs> that sounded like the kind of thing a <laughs> weirdo would say me. while climaxing <laughs> 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 my camera's not on. Let's just say that. Oh my god! <laughs> For so many reasons. You just got juiced. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.